Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Digital Rambles Show. I'm JJ Cannon. How are you doing, my good friend, Chris Gamble? Hey, JJ. Welcome, everyone, to episode 21 of the Digital Ramble. Oh, yeah, man. We got a great show coming on today. We're talking about smart spaces for kid places. That's right. We're continuing the series of the smart home being a collection of individual smart spaces, spaces you can tackle one room or one area at a time, get that right, and then start moving through the home, making each space smarter. Absolutely. And today, at the end of the show, so you definitely want to listen all the way through, we have an epic gamble ramble about tech pro schmoes. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a good one, man. Yeah, that's been brewing for a few weeks, so we'll, we'll let rip on that one. Oh, man, I come across tech pro schmoes all the time, and I think everybody in our industry knows exactly what we're talking about. Hey, I want to say thank you for everybody tuning in. Uh, I'm JJ Cannon, CEO of Digital Delight. If you want to find more about me and what I'm all about, my people's digitaldelight.com. We're all over the place. How about you, Gamble? Yeah, and my name is Chris Gamble. I'm based over in the UK. If you want to learn more about my business, it's customized.uk.com or check us out on Instagram at customized1. Absolutely. And we want to give a special shout out to all of our Patreons that have uh, been supporting the show uh, over the past year, man. I mean, goodness gracious, time has just flown by uh, with us talking about smart technology and the shift in our in our industry and, you know, the experiences that smart home professionals can create for for homeowners out there. So thanks, Patreons. Yeah, much, much appreciated. JJ, let's get into episode 21. All right, Gamble. You know, so we do a lot of different spaces, uh, and, and smart devices have really allowed us to to gravitate, to expand into other rooms of the house. And today we're talking about smart spaces for kid places. And, and you know, there's a lot of e- easy go-to technology, you know, for kids, for kid spaces. And we're going to talk a little bit about that and some other things that might not necessarily be top of mind. Yeah, and JJ and myself have both got first-hand experience of having to manage children's tech demands in a, in a busy family home we've both both um, got kids of our own and we know how they are so tech savvy so tech demanding they're quite tech dependent when they need to be um, but we're also mindful of technology being such an asset to them as they're growing up and how useful it is for their acceleration of their education and their the the way they're communicating and, and the culture trends today. So we're respectful of the technology needed, but we also know as parents how to keep a lid on that technology if we ever had to. Yeah, absolutely. I guess I guess we should talk about the foundation of technology. And it's something that we hit on almost every episode gamble. And that's that's connectivity to the network. 
And when we say network, that means information, access to content. Yeah, it just goes without saying that all the technology that that is available in these kids' spaces does need a robust, reliable, secure, and managed Wi-Fi and wired network for the for the whole building. And when you're dealing with younger people and their internet connection, there's an extra level of responsibility for us as the home tech professional and, and as a parent that we want to make sure that content that they're accessing is appropriate for their age. We want to make sure that it's accessible at the times that are suitable for them. And we also want to be able to, as a parent and, and, the, and as a tech pro, be in control of that connection so that if there was a need to remove or give access to an internet connection, we should be making that very, very simple for the homeowner. Yeah, absolutely. And and for us, we're using products uh, for wireless mesh solutions like Eero. And in the Eero Wi-Fi platform, it allows us to create pr- uh, profiles of individual items that are on that network so that we can manage time schedules. That's that's an easy one uh, to, to be able to, to do for your for your kids and you can manage that access to the network and let's say at nine o'clock you want to go ahead and pause those selective items it's automatic once you set up the schedule and clients really with children really like that feature so if you want to pause a, a wireless device whether it be a cell phone or a, a tablet or even a gaming system or you can do that with ease yeah, but, but where we're seeing a little bit of challenge to that is is the the kids having access to cellular data. So they're able to use 3G, 4G, and, and soon to be 5G connection on their personal device. And we've identified a product that's really helping us get to uh, providing management for the parent, whether that child is on Wi-Fi in the home or they're on Wi-Fi in another home or they're on 4G, 3G or, or soon to be 5G connections. And the product that we're using to help parents be more in control of their kids' screen time and uh, suitable content that they're viewing and, and accessing, we use a product called Disney Circle or Circle by Disney. And that is a for many people it's probably a new product yet it's from one of the world's biggest brands um it's a early kickstarter project that disney got involved with Uh, and this is a device that sits on your home network like jj mentioned you create profiles per child and that limitations or restrictions go beyond just your home network they carry out on that device um whether they're in a friend's wi-fi a restaurant coffee shop or on a on a cellular connection yeah it's actually a really easy platform to use it's a little box that you purchase they have a subscription base and uh, it allows you to set up profiles all these products that we're going to be talking about the links if you want to learn a little bit more are going to be down in our description and uh, definitely the disney circle is one device that allows you to to set limits to, to uh, give access to different sites and different types of content. And they make it very easy 
for uh, parents or even a, if you need assistance for a smart home tech to help you maneuver uh, through that. And One of the neat features of that product, just on the tech side of it, is it's actually a battery-powered product if, if, if required. So, you know, mischievous child removes the power lead to it or even removes the Ethernet cable to it. It can go back onto Wi-Fi and it also can run on a battery for a limited period as well. So super stealthy uh, parent tech there. That's awesome. Now, there is another software that you uh, like using there at your house that I was not familiar with. But you said it's it's really helpful for educational purposes uh, with with your son. And it's called Osmo. And it 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 gives you different type of uh, tutorials and education uh, pieces that that help support your kids' education. Yeah, so moving into tech, that's a real resource and and asset for our kids' education. Is um, Osmo is a platform of of different games that are for iOS devices, so iPad and iPhone, and it comes with some really nicely laid out apps for games and quizzes and the visuals and the graphics are very, very good. It comes with some accessories like uh, you end up with like this little camera that attaches to the top of your iPad and it, it with the stand that comes with it, it kind of maps out onto your tabletop and you can start to position shapes and letters and uh, pictures and, and it's, I'd say it, we used it primarily when, when my son was kind of preschool or early school years, and it really improved his spelling, uh, really improved his, his basic kind of maths, and, uh, and there were some fun games as well. And it's, it's something that we'll continue to use and when new uh, games and new add-ons come onto that app. It's, it's just a fantastic user experience. Very, very friendly for all the family to use. Very easy to use as well. You don't have, need to be techie parents to to work this kind of uh, software. Yeah, and what I also like and that I think is very important personally for education is it looks like you can use this as a collaboration. And I don't know if this means collaboration with other students necessarily, um, actually, it does say bring students closer together naturally. Um, I, I'm big on collaborating uh, for, for our children. I think in my daily going on as a business owner, I'm reaching out to other people that have information uh, on a regular basis. And I think that's important for uh, your children to learn is how do you work with others to solve a problem? And it look like, looks like Osmo here, you know, gives that type of platform as well. And it's good for, it says K through 6th grade, so I'm going to look a little bit deeper into that for, for my daughter who, uh, who's getting ready to transition into the 5th grade. Hopefully she doesn't like the 4th grade all that much and is ready to advance. <laughs> Different story. <laughs> it is, it is a nice, uh, nice piece of software, well designed, and we came across it uh, in, the, in the Apple Store. And it's it's been something that we've added games to it, just downloaded new apps and new games for um, for that platform. So really access to it. We haven't been tied into any subscriptions with it, so that's been refreshing as well. But I think that is also available. 
you know, one thing that that we've started to incorporate in our kids' room for educational and parental assistance is some type of voice assistant tool like uh, Madam A or a Google Hub, you know, for whenever, for me, whenever my daughters ask me a question that's a little bit too challenging for me, I'll just shout it out and look like a genius. But I, I really like the idea of voice assistant for educational purposes. Um, and I, I, again, it's a source for accessing information as well as, you know, on, uh, on the family laptop, accessing Google uh, for, I mean, it's amazing the projects that my kids are able to turn out because they're able to see other ideas that they can um, use to, to build their own ideas. You know, it's kind of like a jump start. Sometimes you need that creative spark, and we're using voice as well as... Um, internet assistance to to improve uh their ability to to put out some good uh content and uh projects for for what they're trying to research yeah i remember back when i was at school many many years ago it was the techiest it got really was like a calculator um and then a scientific calculator was kind of uh, more buttons, more more solutions. Um, Jeez, man, you were lucky. We had projector uh, uh, protractors and. <laughs> nah, I thought you were going to say an abacus. And uh, I was getting there. I was getting there in an abacus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, I just, I see, um, you know, my son and, and the, the facilities his school have, and access to technology that he has when he's uh, outside of home, but. Because he's using the tech in the classroom now, it's part of their everyday learning and, and it's part of the tools they're using for their classroom activities. We make sure that we provide that in the home um, because it's it's the way that they're teaching in the classroom. So, you know, you could have a bit of a throwback to the past and get them writing things down and you can get them, you know, working things out. But the, the way they're teaching them in the classroom now is embracing technology. So I think you have to... Um, you have to provide those those features as well at home. Um, and the voice assistant is a good one in that it is quite a low price point really to get a voice assistant in your home. You know, these Google Minis and, and Amazon Echo Dots, you know, often see them priced under £30, $30, uh, often see them free with, with other purchases you can make. In fact, I just picked up a free Google Home Mini with a Spotify family subscription and we've just added it to our home and we have another Google assistant, which is becoming the preferred assistant now for us. And what we're liking about Google is it just has a little bit more knowledge, just got access to a little bit more content with the, with Google running everything in the background. That's cool. Now, you know, with these voice assistants and in these kid spaces, you know, there's different devices now that we can provide or you can provide your kiddo that allows them to kind of self-manage their space like lights. I mean, everybody, dads, I know you know what I'm talking about. Like, who left the lights on? Well, now there's a fix for that. And it's relatively affordable and and cool and easy to use and uh 
you know, I, I like the Philips Hue light bulbs, the light strips, the, the little panels that you can place in different areas, set them up to schedules, do all kinds of cool stuff with it. Let me tell you what we've been doing uh, in a couple of projects recently, and it's something that we're seeing as a bit of a trend this year. It's something we've introduced. So, okay, in the house, they're getting a lighting system, typically Lutron, Ratu Select throughout the house. And that's great for, for mum and dad. They're getting some nice, easy-to-use keypads. They can dim the lights. They can do the all-off, good-night function, all these kind of cool things. But what we found is that as much as it's exciting for the adults, it is a little bit boring for the kids. So so what? They're getting a, a different light switch. But it's the same light, and it's you know dims up and down wire. There's nothing amazing there. So what we've decided to do is introduce... Each child gets their own Philips Hue system. So they get their own hub. We choose the bulbs which are suitable for the, the fixtures in the room. Or in some cases, we fitted additional lighting like the LED strips, fitted it under cabinets, under the bed, around the back of the television, and created for each child their own individual little lighting system with color changing, voice control. And it's not a budget breaker in any way. Uh, typically uh, a kid's bedroom with a dressing area possibly or even if it's an ensuite if it's a larger home uh, and an older child it might cost fully installed around about the five or six hundred pounds for all the lights and, and fitted um, but they have their own interface they have their own lighting their own preferences and and mum and dad have their own tech yeah absolutely you know gamble uh, whenever I was taking a look uh, for different tech that's really popular with, with kids, I came across this this blog, techlicious.com, and they got some tips. Again, it's down in our description if you want to take a peek at this. And, you know, giving that kiddo that independence. I know when I was a young man, I was always trying to be really creative. And I enjoyed technology, but I never had access to something like this. And Mike's going to pull it back up here for us. But like set an awake alarm. Uh, you can do you can collaborate with if then statements in the sense like if the weather's like this outside, then make my lights this color in my bedroom. You know, yeah. so um, all kinds of cool things sync with your music. I mean, I know kids would like I mean, these are like uh, maybe say a, a holiday gift also perfect for for the holidays to to put some of these in for your kiddos but yeah man motion sensors so let's say you have a kiddo that needs to get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom like a lot of us and or um they think they hear something and this motion sensor will you know if there's something there then the light the lights will gently illuminate whatever color he or she so desires pretty cool pretty cool tech thanks mike yeah just just be advised though if you give your kids smart home tech like lighting in their bedrooms they may act a little strange at friends and family's homes because they'll be expecting to just like ask a voice assistant for light or they'll be um you know looking for a push button to open the blinds when you might not have motorized blinds so just take it easy on them if they're if you've got uh, a tech-savvy kid with a smart bedroom. Yeah, no doubt. You know, the other thing that I find really cool is, like, smart fans. When I was a kid, I always had a fan either in the ceiling or at the foot of my bed or somewhere in the bedroom, you know. And, uh, 
being able and there's a lot of cool stuff out there like that dyson you know that dyson fan just it it's designed in a really cool way it's safe you know, so nobody gets their fingers. Uh, I used. I remember when I was a kid. I used to find a little piece of paper and stick it <laughs> in the fan blade, and or stand behind it and with some baby powder and blow it through the fan. That was always a fun one. Did you ever do that, Gamble? No, I was well behaved. Yeah, you were. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, man. No, I did all that kind of cool stuff. You should have seen what I did at camp, man. Goodness, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i i haven't tried the baby powder through the dyson fan yet but i bet you <laughs> i bet you i could set up a timer with a motion sensor or something <laughs> really good that, put together some cool people, pranks kids do not <laughs> take any of this advice yeah just don't yeah don't listen to jj's about influence oh no, man, I had some good times with fans and baby powder in the past, and, man, I could really do some damage with a smart fan, I tell you that. Dyson, Dyson's got a really cool one. I'll go ahead and pull that guy up. I'm sure everybody's seen this guy uh, before, and hold on, it's loading right now. How smart is it? Is it, is it smart that it works with voice? or How, do, how smart is Let's it? Let's take a Apple? look. Let's take a look. All the features, you know is uh you know you can't you can't get to stick your finger in there it's got a remote i believe that it has voice assistance with some if then statements and if that's okay. the case then you could also sync it up with some type of a motion sensor to when somebody enters the room it automatically turns on and whenever it senses that there's nobody in the room it automatically turns off yeah D dyson are really um just an iconic design brand and and even this week I saw, or sorry, last week I saw some of their new lighting fixtures they're making for commercial spaces, these really cool directional ceiling lights, which, you know, is unlikely to make it into the home. But um, they also make this ultra cool uh, desk light. Um, so to check out Dyson, just an iconic British design brand. Yeah, you know, we also have, kids spaces that that might be out in the garage and down here in texas those garages get get pretty stinking warm if they're not insulated correctly but the kids like hanging out there and being creative you know maybe with their paint or in the wood shop you know chopping some wood or doing some woodland or something like that i don't know if y'all do woodland over there or not but yeah we do some woodland over here but i was thinking like that frigidaire you know, it's like a window unit, a smart window unit, and we can um, get it to to uh, automate. And again, it's it's being more efficient uh, with the energy that you're using. And the Frigidaire uh, window unit is a smart one. And again, set it up on a motion sensor, set it up on a schedule, manage it remotely to verify if you know nobody's in there. Then go ahead and turn that bad boy off and save some money. You don't have to be home. Yeah, no, and that's, you know, that is a big part of home technology. We also speak about that as well, that, okay, there's some investment and there's products with high ticket items, but a lot of these products are saving energy. They're bringing, um, you know, if there's nobody home, things aren't happening. When you enter the space, things turn on. And when you're not there, things are off. So there's money saving with a smart home. That's a under uh, underplayed 
benefit of a smart home is is the energy saving. It's what we did today in installation where we did a lot of upgrades, LED lighting, added motion sensors, added some schedules and timers, uh, and also added some smart thermostats. And, and I think there's a significant saving for that homeowner today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, talking about savings, sometimes people just don't feel comfortable doing it on their own. And, you know, the, the digital ramble is very pro-professional and uh, wanting to make sure that our audience is aware that there is a large community of smart home professional installers that are available. If you're looking for somebody, Gamble and I, we know a lot of people around the world. And if you need some assistance, please drop us some, you know, drop us a DM either on Instagram or something in Facebook. You can also find us on YouTube. I don't know if you knew that we had a YouTube channel, but it's, it's pretty awesome as well. Uh, as well as Gamble, I'm just going to go ahead and shout out and let everybody know that, that you can find us on all different kind of podcast channels as well. I think we're on 11 different podcast channel platforms right now. So if you enjoy what you're listening to, please check us out on podcast. Just search the Digital Ramble. Um, and you can also find me again on digitaldelight.com. And you can find Gamble on uh, customize.uk.com. Gamble, we're almost at the end, and today we, we have a really cool Gamble Ramble. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it short because it's probably something I've talked about before, but every week it just seems to be this constant recurring theme. We get contacted via our website or direct messaged or somebody rings our office, so can you come and have a look at my home? Um, you know, I want to wall mount a TV or... I want to add a security camera. Something basic, okay? So you go there thinking, right, I'm going to go here. It's going to take like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. Prepare a quote and and see see what happens with, with this uh, inquiry. So we go out there. We spend a little bit of time with the client. But as we're walking around this home, my eyes are popping out of my head because they're leading me past all these disaster zones where there's technology and i'm like uh, before we get to the camera before we get to the speaker the tv whatever i was there to look at what is happening over here take me over here what's this area uh the the previous people we had they never quite came and finished it and uh this other bit that's a diy thing that i've been playing with and i never finished it myself and and I, and I, of course, I can't hold hold back. So I have to say, look, forget the TV. This is a this is an issue here. This is your home network. This is in bad state of repair. This is an unsafe installation. If it's lighting or heating, um, and if it's security, you can see, maybe see some real errors have been made on how secure the security system is. And it just goes to show again the the benefits of finding and working with an experienced home technology professional somebody that's put a lot of investment into their business uh, to train staff to choose the right products and by choosing a reliable and, and trusted home technology professional you won't have these disaster areas you won't have this mess in the corner this nest of wires or um 
and then this one that we saw last week that really prompted this this gamble ramble was I opened up the cap the cupboard where all the network equipment was and I was just attacked by patch leads and blue flashing lights and everything was stacked on top of each other and I couldn't see what was the router what was the switch what was the Philips Hue hub where was the the, the gateway for the lighting system it was just molded together almost all this tech so please 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 i'm going to emphasize it every month probably find your local home tech pro reach out to them invite them around for a coffee and 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 just start engaging with this professional in your local area who can help you with your your technology oh yeah man Behind the scenes, there's so many things that are invisible that can go wrong. I mean, obviously, a, a tangled mess of wire is one, uh, you know, example. But just the ones and zeros and getting all those to to communicate and line up uh, in in your home is which is behind the scenes. And if you don't know what really is happening, it'll never work, regardless of how nice those wires are managed and the things are, I mean, it's more in depth than, than just the visual, uh, but definitely that network. We talk about it all the time. So yeah, that is today's gamble ramble about the tech pro schmo. <laughs> I love it, man. That's a good yeah. one. We're going to have to hit that one again for sure. So, so where game, are we at next week? Oh man, we next week, next week, we're going to continue on our smart spaces conversation, and we're headed to the bathroom. We're going to oh. we're going to get in there. We're going to talk about tech that you know can help your bath experience be even more enjoyable. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one because we've we've done some really wow bathrooms in the past, and and we'll we'll draw on some experiences of uh, some of the tech that we've put into bathrooms. So. I'm looking forward to that one, JJ. All right, Gamble. Well, I think you're getting back on the road. You're heading there into London. I've really enjoyed what you got going on back there from the outskirts of London. Yeah, I'm in East London, and I've got to go right through the middle. I've got to go to Chelsea in, in West London now for an evening appointment. Commitment to the customer there. Hey, after I get off this uh, show, I'm going to be hustling the smart tech hustle as well, man. So have a great day. Have a safe drive. And friends, until next time, y'all have a great week. Every month, the Digital Ramble will receive a regular source of income from supporters who've pledged through Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, having your ongoing support means we spend less time thinking about business and more time creating quality content for you. Customized, based in Norfolk, England, are proud sponsors of the Digital Ramble. Check out our all set up services. It's smart home installation with ease customize.uk.com If you're looking to make your basic home smart, check out digitaldelight.com forward slash shop where they have a variety of different smart home technology solutions that help make smart home shopping easy for you. Check out digitaldelight.com forward slash shop.